Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. This is April the 5th, Sunday, April the 5th, and it's exactly 2 p.m. Eastern Time in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. This is Noah Lovo, the Association President for Zanos, broadcasting live uh, via Zambia Talk Radio. We are very, very happy today to be discussing two items. We have two items on the agenda. So we'll be talking about the COVID-19. We'll get a little update and see what is going on. And also we'll be discussing a little bit about empowerment. So depending on time, we might discuss a little bit about the uh, development, especially in Zambia, and with a special focus on business opportunities, we'll spend a lot of our time discussing, uh, getting a little bit about the COVID-19 update, and then we'll discuss or talk a little bit about the empowerment. Again, this is Sunday, April the 5th, uh, 2020, and it's a cool afternoon here in Indianapolis. I think the weather is somewhere in the 40s. But we are happy to come to this radio show and provide information. So those who are just joining, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Again, this is Zanus Radio Show. My colleague in Chicago. Let me say hi to my colleague in Chicago. President Blair, good, good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. It's a Sunday, uh, and it's sunny out in Illinois. Sun is out, though, of course, we can't go outside. But it's, oh, yeah, uh, it's yeah. a blessed day in Illinois, and we look forward to this show. Uh, I think uh, Mr. Eric uh, Mwanza, Publicity Secretary at the Embassy, will join to give us an update. And then we'll have uh, the Chairman of African Global Chamber of Commerce, based in Illinois, Mr. Olivier Kamazi is going to join to talk about uh, investment opportunities and what the African Global Chamber of Commerce does. Yeah, that, that's great so information. That's, that's right now. Yeah, most mm-hmm. of our people may not know exactly what the, the Global Chamber of Commerce does. So we have a representative who is going to be sharing with us. So they'll be joining us sometime during the show. So let me say good morning to the Aziswa president, Mr. Zakeo Ngoma. I, I know they are in Washington State. It's in, it's in the morning. So good morning, Mr. Ngoma. Good morning, Mr. Njovu, and good morning, everyone. Yes, it's a beautiful, cloudy day in Washington, as usual. <laughs> might, uh, the sun might break out later this afternoon, though. We'll see. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I mean, the, the unfortunate thing this time around, when the sun breaks out, we can just watch it from the window. We'll just be exactly. indoors, and of course, for obvious reasons. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so right now we're just waiting to be joined by the representative from the Zambian Embassy, Mr. Eric Manza. So once the joined us, then we'll sort of get an update from the Zambian government what in the in the preparation for uh, the, the COVID-19, because I think its preparations have been 
made in terms of what steps need to be taken. Of course, the government has issued some measures and directives to uh, asking the people to stay indoors, but we don't know how that is working out. So we'll be hearing from a government representative to give us the actual um, <clears throat> the actual directive, what it means for the Zambian community there in Zambia, whether they are adhering to that or not. So mm-hmm. stay tuned to that for the for that. So in the meantime, Mr. <clears throat> Mr. Blair in in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, so I think we we have some good we have some unfortunate news before I get to Mr. Blair. We have some unfortunate unfortunate news right here in uh in, in the state. We lost one of our own, Susan Mohoney. President Susan Mohoney actually served as the Zanu's first president uh, and unfortunately she passed on, I think, in the early hours of yesterday. So this is, we are all mourning our friend. She was actually the vice president for our forum. <clears throat> so uh, most of our people I know, Susan was beloved by a lot of people. And I think the response that we have seen so far, it's very, very encouraging, very overwhelming. There's so much love that has been directed to her family. And I, I'm very aware, the first time that I met Susan, it was back in 2009 in, in Seattle. And I know President Ngoma in uh, Washington State knows Susan, I'm sure, very well. So, Mr. Ngoma, uh, when you heard the news that Susan died, and Susan is, I think, somebody that she knew for quite some time. Uh, how, how, how did you take the news? Uh, yeah, first of all, uh, Susan was uh, uh, a pillar in this community. You know, she's one of the founding members of Aziswa back in 2006, and she was heavily involved with, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the business of the association, taking care of people, uh, bringing people together, uh, uh, and so on and so forth. And uh, uh, I mean, you wouldn't go anywhere without, uh, uh, or you wouldn't put together an event without Susan being involved because uh, she was such a great pillar, you know, she was such a great uh, force to reckon with and so on uh, that we needed. Uh, and uh, uh, even when they moved away to the East Coast, uh, she, she, you know, she fit that role very nicely over there. And, uh, and uh, so, yeah, so that's how we knew Susan, a great friend, a great community member here in Seattle. Uh, the few trips she's made back here, I mean, it's like she's coming back home, you know. Uh, she gets to hang out with my wife. She hangs out with uh, all her friends. She makes sure she visits everybody if she can. And, uh, and so she would make sure she visits everybody if she could and, uh, and so on and so forth. So uh, her roots are, are here in Seattle. And uh, it's a big loss for us, for all of us, and it's a big loss for, for a lot of people, actually. And I, I did put out a message yesterday uh, on our, uh, through our communication channels with the uh, Zambian community and the Malawian community, because pretty much our Malawian community, we intertwine. You know, we, we, we work together on a lot of things. They rely on us on a lot of things, and likewise, we rely on them for some things. So, yeah. Oh, so it's yeah, a big loss yeah, for yeah, all that- of us. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it it is actually because I remember the 
dynamics of the people in Washington State, of course, the, whenever there's a, an event for Zambians, uh, the Malawians will be there, and with Malawians, Zambians will be there. Yeah, so it's a good, a good network. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Pre- President Blair, Blair, uh, when you heard the news, how, yes. how did the yeah. news reach you? It was quite sad. Uh, I, I, of course, I found out through social media, and um, uh, I, I've been on that group uh, where we were supporting her during the illness. And uh, when the announcement was made that she had passed on, it was really sad because, like President uh, Zakeo has said, she was a pillar uh, to the entire Zambian diaspora in the United States, you know, she was active, um, not just in the Philadelphia area, but in Seattle and in any other efforts that we've tried, she was part of ZANUS and, um, it's a great loss. And we just pray that, uh, that God will comfort, uh, the family and that, uh, the family will, will, will be comforted through this difficult time because it's, uh, I know, I know there's, there's children involved, and we pray that God will keep them safe and provide for them. So, yeah, it, it was a dark day. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Zanus radio show comes every Sunday at 2 p.m. And today we are discussing a COVID-19 update. We're waiting to get a representative from the embassy. And in the meantime, we are just sharing because as the association president, we lost one of our own. Our vice president, Madam Susan Mahoney, passed on uh, in the early hours of yesterday. She she was the association president for the chapter of Zambians in Philadelphia. So this is news that I think, I mean, it shocked us. We thought Susan was making some steady progress in her recovery. She had been in the hospital and she was actually even discharged from the hospital. So when we learned, actually I learned the news <clears throat> through Dr. Musanji. Dr. Musanji, who is one of our pillars in our community, he reached out to me and that's when I actually checked on the WhatsApp group that we have internally that, that oh, our, our good friend had passed. So we commit the family during this difficult time, we know it's not easy, but uh, as the association president, we'll, we'll do our very best to, to honor and remember our, our beloved friend. So in the meantime, we are still waiting on the representative from the Zambian embassy, but we'll just discuss a little bit uh, uh, on the numbers. We don't... Yes, yeah, sir. I'm sorry, President Law. Yeah, when I had gone off on a brief silence there, I was talking to Mr. Eric Manza. He's actually on. He's going to listen in. And um, what he has said, the, the policy that the, the Ministry of, Edu- of Health has taken is that they are the central place from which any updates regarding the COVID situation in Zambia will emanate from. So... He he just emphasized that uh, every time there's a, there's a Facebook page that the Minister of Health in Zambia has put out, and uh, when the Minister uh, Dr. Chilufia is talking, 
on providing that update. That is the official government update. Uh, I don't think there's anybody else that has been uh, told to speak on that matter besides the Ministry of Health. So that is what uh, Mr. Eric Maz has said. Now, if anybody has a question, they can call in with a question, and he will note that question, and then uh, he can provide an answer uh, if he has it. So he's listening in. It's just that uh, he prefers that uh, the Minister of Health be the central place from which all updates are given. Okay, well, well noted, well noted. So, listeners, if anyone has a question, feel free to ask. Just go ahead and uh, jump in and ask a question. We are discussing uh, COVID-19 because, of course, we all know, uh, some of us have been hearing, I mean, having phone calls from the people back home, especially when they are listening and watching the news, especially the cable news. Most of them, they are getting discouraged and they are calling us up here, hey, are you okay? We're seeing all these numbers, just trying to make sure that you're okay. Uh, are some of you guys getting such calls from back home? Uh, yes, People I got a call from worried. my brother yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello? Yeah, this yes, is go okay. Ahead. I got a call from my brother yesterday, and uh, I think he, uh, he was watching CNN, and uh, in one of the uh, news clips, they showed Harborview medical center here in Seattle. So, uh, you know, just the, uh, the efforts, the, uh, the steps they're taking to, 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 meet, to, to fight COVID-19. And uh, so he called me, he's like, oh, hey, your city is on the nose here. Are you okay? You know, just same questions. Are you guys okay there? Like, uh, nope, yeah, we are fine. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, and I just mentioned to him that uh, I think looks, from the latest I heard, our curve here maybe is actually starting to flatten out, if I heard right, so, which is good news in a way, you know. So, yeah. So, but anyway, yep. So we're getting calls. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's good. That's good. At least it's good when people are calling because you don't want, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a situation like this and no one is calling you. Then you start wondering, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. only call when they, 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 need, they need dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, at least it's good that we are getting those calls. Uh, Mr. Siajunza, are you getting such calls? Yes, uh, I've had a call from home also. You know, people are worried, of course, back home. As, as much as we are worried about the situation in Zambia, uh, our families are also calling to check up on us because uh, right now the U.S. is the epicenter and, uh, you know, they, they want to make sure that we are, we're staying safe. And, uh, uh, of course, I keep assuring them, but, of course, uh, this thing will be with us for a long time. And, in fact, uh, uh, the, the biggest fear that most of them have is the economic impact of all this. So, uh, like we said, we will have uh, Chairman Olivia Kamazi from the African Global Chamber of Commerce. He's actually on the phone right now and listening in, and when we transition, he'll be able to, uh, we'll introduce him and uh, talk about uh, the economic impact of this and what uh, opportunities will be there after this thing will, will pass and uh, what the African diaspora can do to prepare ourselves for what, what comes after this. 
so yeah, we we we're getting those calls from back home, my brother, and uh, I don't know how 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 you fared yourself. Oh yeah, no, actually we are. Uh, <clears throat> you know, this COVID nineteen, we have to stay on top of things. And uh, for me, I'm actually part of the response team here in Indiana. Uh, since I work for the health department, and we've been uh, alternating shifts, we sort of run a four-hour, eight-hour shift at the call center because the health department put up the call, uh, call center to address, of course, yeah, I'm sure we are all aware that uh, the communities out there, the people out there, they are hungry for information and they want to know what are the signs, what do they need to look for, should they be concerned, and what are there any testing in the area and things like that? So we set up a, a, a call center, and then I'm one of the representatives in the call center who is actually actively participating in this response, trying to ensure that at least uh, the people here in Indiana, they are getting the right information, especially because when I tell some people, if they ask me something, they will say, hey, Noah said this and this. They may not take it seriously. But when I'm at the call center and somebody calls, I pick up the phone, I explain what is going on, give a general advice, which is, of course, the guidelines that the state health department is putting out there. They don't say no, I said. They say the state health department says. So it carries weight. When I'm home, people just think like, oh, it's just Noah's opinion. But when I'm at work, I say the same thing. They won't say it's Noah saying it. They'll say it's the state health department saying that. So it just shows uh, how this information varies depending on the lo locality and the position that you hold. So, yeah, we are getting these calls from Zambia, and uh, at least we are happy and also for our concerned and they are caring. At the same time, we are also actively uh, disseminating information from the health uh, department here, ensuring that the people in our local communities are kept informed on what is the latest information and the numbers. So the state health department here in Indiana puts out a weekly, sorry, daily update. Uh, I think last time in Indiana, right here in my county, we have close to about 1,500 cases. So people in other counties, they are worried, like, oh, we don't want to go to Marion County, Indiana, because I think it's sort of like the epicenter in quotation for the state of Indiana because that's where most of these cases are. But so far we are, I mean, we are adhering to the the, the precautions that are out there. Make sure at least you're washing your hands. Make sure you are keeping that social distancing. And at least you are careful when you go out there. And the new directive now, <clears throat> they're encouraging people when you're out there in the community, make sure you put on a mask. So uh, wearing a mask, I think it does uh, help. But yeah, so far, being on top of this thing. Let me just say welcome our uh, other president from Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome, Mr. Siangonia, to the show. Hi, Mr. Noah. How are you today? Oh, good, 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 sir. We're just giving an update on the COVID-19 from our respective localities, and we've just been chit-chatting before we transition, we were supposed to have a Mr. Eric Manza, I think he's listening, a representative at the Zambian Embassy, but I think he 
uh, I think he, he was advised or he opted not to uh, to respond uh, because I think they, are, they want the protocol to the information to be coming from one source because we don't want to have information coming from different places. So I think the Minister of Health, they are the ones who are giving information from uh, like the numbers in Zambia. So we are just giving an update on what is happening in our locality. I know there in Georgia, Mr. Siangonia there, it's sort of is where some people are very concerned. What, what are the numbers on the ground? So are you asking what are the numbers? Yeah, the, the COVID-19 numbers there. Are you guys scared? Are you staying indoors? Are you wearing a mask right now as we are talking? Hey, give us an update. <laughs> yeah, so I'm cooked up inside my house as we are speaking. <laughs> uh, but for for Georgia, uh, the, the recommendation for people to stay home from the governor came out uh, this Thursday. Uh, asking people to essentially stay home uh, until uh, the 13th, but schools are closed for the rest of the of the school year. So that's uh, the big update. But as far as the total number of cases, uh, Georgia has about 6,600, uh, with about 1,200 or 1,300 of them hospitalized, and a little over 200 uh, 200 deaths. So it's a uh, it's been a number that's been going up at the metro area, metro Atlanta, and some surprisingly far-flung out count. One county have a lot of cases, like you know the city of, I mean Fulton County, DeKalb, uh, Doty, and Cobb and Gwinnett. I mean those are just large populations, so it's expected that they would have a lot of cases. But surprisingly, there's a small county out there that has a lot of cases as well. So people are still trying to contain that. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's good that at least the, the healthcare system in the U.S., of course, people may complain that it's not really, I mean, doesn't have the capacity to withstand, I mean, if the, these numbers, if it was to get out of control, but I think they are very well positioned compared to our home country. So some of us at least are very, very concerned uh, with the state of affairs in Zambia, because I think the directive which was put out there by the government to um, shelter in or stay in those people we were hearing that some people were not paying attention. I think somebody even sent me an audio for, I think it's the flash bus, uh, the, the flash buses, I think it's the owner. He made a very, very earnest appeal, I think it was at one of the radio shows, and he was being asked, the, the gentleman even got emotional. That's how they committed. I'm sure some of you may have uh, have heard that audio or seen the video. So, yeah, so we're just hoping at least the situation in Zambia doesn't get out of control. But I think uh, a lot of people in Zambia, when they see the numbers on the cable news, I think it freaks them out. So I think part of that is because this country is testing more. They're, there's a lot of, I mean, this test is lying around in almost the county compared to, uh, I mean, most of the other African countries. So I think the spike or the large uh, numbers, of course, when you look at the population of the United States, it's 
over 350, somewhere there. So, I mean, it's a, it's a huge country. Zambia is just a small country of 16 million. So, so far, Zambia has recorded, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I heard there was one death, was it yesterday or the other day? So we hope, we are praying and hoping that at least the numbers in Zambia, they don't get out of control. Yeah. So that's a little bit on the update, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. And for those who are just joining us, today it's a very sad day for some of us. We are remembering we, we lost one of our own, President Susan Mohoni, the president of the Association of Zambians in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. She passed on after uh, an illness. She was in the hospital and she was discharged. And unfortunately, she, she passed on in the early hours. So, so we are standing with the family. We, we are trying to do whatever we can to help and support our, our, our colleagues and family. Now, Mr. Blair in Illinois, the great state of Illinois. So, is our gentleman from from uh, from Rwanda? Yes. Uh, let, let me let me know if he's on, and so at least it will be transitioning very soon. Okay. Yeah. Actually, he's on. Uh, Pres- uh, Chairman Olivia Amazi is oh. the chairman of the African Global. Chamber of Commerce in Chicago. Sorry, I thought you were going to say something. But oh, no. he's also a capital market expert, and he's been uh, working with uh, the Zambian Heritage Association of Chicago for some time. We've had a partnership, and he's actually also the president of the Illinois chapter of the African Diaspora Zone 6. So, Chairman, uh, Chairman, are you still on? Yes, I'm here. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you much, Brother Blair. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you for this kind of introduction. Yes, I can hear you. I was following yeah. you. I actually, uh, I just want to pay respect for the passing of one of yours who passed away. Uh, my sincere condolences of what's going on in your community. Thank Sorry you for so that. Yeah, no, we appreciate that. Thank you so much. So, Chairman, if you could just explain what uh, the African Global Chamber of Commerce does, number one, and then we'll, of course, talk about the African diaspora and how we can uh, empower ourselves economically, the opportunities that we have, and uh, the the diaspora banking initiative that uh, was initiated. Uh, so mm-hmm. first, I'd like for you to just give our, our, our Zambian community um, an understanding of what the African Global Chamber of Commerce does, because I know you've done a lot of good work in Chicago, not just uh, for for the Zambian community as far as connecting us to resources with uh, with Rainbow, with small business support, with uh, the the even Ethiopian Airlines, uh, South African Embassy, and uh, the Latina com- Afro Latina community. You've been very instrumental in bringing the African diaspora in Chicago together. So could you speak to what the African Global Chamber of Commerce does, uh, African diaspora in the United States? Thank you. Uh, thank you, Brother Blair. Also, I'd like to thank the host, uh, also your initiative to 
have a voice within your community of DJ Radio. It is very, very, very important to have a voice, especially during this uh, uh, coronavirus pandemic uh, situation, uh, which is a global uh, uh, pandemic issue. So everyone is being affected. Uh, I would like to send my sincere support to those who are suffering uh, from this disease, uh, those affected by, you know, who are sick, actually. Also, those who are being affected by just having, uh, who are staying home. Uh, my thought goes to those who lost their jobs out there, who don't have a jobs, and who are looking to put food on the table. So those people in Zambia who are being affected, who also are staying home, Across the continent of Africa, you know, my um, really big concerns for the continent of Africa are that people are going to die from hunger. I believe the more concerns will be those, not really in terms of the disease, more and more importantly, those who don't have food on table. So that we really need to really figure out how we can support not only here in, the, in Chicago, Illinois, also on the continent, because we have our cousins, we have our mothers, brothers who are there, who are suffering. Actually, we have to mobilize us as a diaspora to see how we can yes. support them. So having said that, again, my name is Olivier Kamandi. I'm chairman of Africa Global Chamber of Commerce, which is a, a global um, um, member-based, uh, organization member meaning business uh, membership. We uh, our mission is to provide a kind of uh, promotion. We promote trade, investment, cultural exchange, exchanges, education between Africa and the global market. Uh, we do this uh, starting from the United States. We accomplish this through the partnerships we have established between us and the various government agencies, private sector, not-for-profit organizations. We conduct conferences, we do trade missions, we do uh, business consultation, assistance. Uh, if you are looking to start a new business, we help you to start a new business. If you are looking to expand your businesses, we help you if you are looking access to funding to fund your business, we help you. If you are looking just to build the capacity for your business, we help you through uh, training programs, uh, workshops, uh, presentations, and so on and so forth. So we have a various programs. We have a various services. We provide businesses. We want people who just don't know what to do. I want to start my business. I don't know where to go. When you come to us, we help you. All you want to expand your business, you don't know how you figure it out, whether you get my money to expand my business, we help you to expand your business. Even if your business is going down, the, you're downsizing your business, like this time around, what's going on? People have lost their jobs, people have closed their businesses. We are here, we're open to help you to really to figure out how we can get you back to your feet. That's really about the chamber, what you do. The, the, so who are behind this? The, uh, behind this, uh, the, the establishment of for the Africa Global Chamber of Commerce, I remind people, uh, I remind people who had the vision 
to bring our diaspora together. So diaspora means African American, African immigrant, African and in Caribbean, in South America. All of us we came together really to start rethinking about our motherland. The motherland which is Africa, how we can really build the, the African we want through business. We are business minded people, we really want to really to build bridges between the African continent and the global community starting from the United States. So pretty much this is our mission. Our mission is really to promote Africa, to promote the business between Africa and the global market. Also making sure we start from the United States where all of us live. We have lived in this country for a long time. So in the same time, uh, a, last year, the African Union, I think the, the former ambassador of African Union to the United States and the Caribbean, Food yeah, from Washington, D.C. to Chicago to make sure she connects African diaspora in Illinois to the African Union, which, you know, African Union is comprised of 55 states. So, and then within the 55 states, we have a five regional blocks or trade blocks. Uh, we have a southern, eastern, central, uh, west, and northern uh, block. So now within Africa, five blocks, we have now the sixth block. The sixth block are the African in diaspora. The African diaspora is comprised of those who left Africa a long time ago, slavery or unwillingly, and those also who left later on, those African immigrants in, in diaspora. So we, uh, those are called the African diaspora. Within the, the African diaspora, the African Union has created the six regions. Basically, the African Union ambassador flew from Washington, D.C. to launch the African diaspora six region, Illinois chapter. That was in June 14, 2019. At the time, that's when the ambassador of African Union, uh, representing the African Union, mm -hmm. appointed me to be the chairman of the African diaspora six regions in law chapter. So the work I am doing right now is to bring us together, the all African diaspora together, whether you are African-American, you are an African immigrant, you are from Latino, or you are Afro-Caribbean, we are welcoming together. We need to build this coalition or this uh, uh, African diaspora we want in the spirit of building African we want. Uh, Having said that, so we don't want this to just, uh, just in slogan. We want this to be in action. So I really, we have some ideas we want to share with you. But before we share that with you, I want just to come back maybe on these uh, um, coronavirus issues because that's very, very critical to us. We could be discussing this before we go back to the African diaspora also the uh, Africa uh, Chamber of Commerce. There is something I want to share with you, maybe our listeners can really benefit a lot. The African, Africa uh, uh, Global Chamber of Commerce came together with uh, a coalition with, uh, of grassroots organizations here in Illinois to help those people who are being affected by coronavirus. So what we do is to connect 
that those who are in need and those who can give care during this the coronavirus uh, crisis. Mm-hmm. So the, the, all residents or, or the organizations of all backgrounds are really welcome to join our care coalition. So we are a care coalition, a coalition of organizations really to come to, really to provide the food, financial uh, grants, uh, deliveries, like food, and, and not just the delivery in terms of food, anything you may need. Those people are really stuck who are home, cannot move, who are sick. We are just looking how we can really move around and we help them. So we have uh, volunteers and the partners, organizations. We are just calling people really to donate. People can just make a donation to this coalition. We always also we are raising financial assistance uh, to uh, support their families across Illinois. This is just focusing on Illinois. Why am I saying this? I think this is a critical time we Africans in diaspora. We could also mobilize funding support to Zambian in Zambia or across Africa. If we come together, I think this is something we can inspire from this care coalition here in Illinois. We do similar things to the continent of Africa. So mm-hmm. currently we are raising financial assistance in terms of in form of a grant around uh, we are really you can provide support from fifty fifty dollars to five thousand dollars. So that's what we are really raising just to be to 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 see if we can support our our people. So and and that's really I just want to really share this with you to see how we care about people how we can come together. This is time we need to come together. We need to give one another support, especially mm-hmm. keep our hope alive, right? That's what we do. We are doing, we are not just talking, we just make sure we work in the community, we empower our community, we make sure we are connected. So uh, that's yeah. something I just want to say before we go back to your question, asking what are African diaspora opportunities available on the continent of Africa as well as here in the U.S. So wow. I think what mm-hmm. you uh, asked me, Brother Blair, is to talk about the, uh, the opportunities available for African diaspora. Yes. So thank you so much, and you've, you've illuminated uh, most of uh, what we're expecting you, Chad, because I've seen how you've uh, provided uh, opportunities for rent support for even food and even unemployment benefits and i've used those resources passed on that that uh, information to the zambian community here and i'm sure some of them have used that yeah so the unless uh president no you have a question but we can talk about what opportunities there are if we work together as an african diaspora first here on the on the, on this side of the pond in the united states and also in the motherland, because um, like you've heard, the, the African Global Chamber of Commerce has uh, information. They have uh, people that can provide help, whether you want to start a business, whether you want to scale up, whatever it is you want, whether you want to plan for your retirement, there are resources that are available. But of course, if people don't know, you know, people perish for lack mm-hmm. of knowledge. You know, if people don't know, they, they won't know what to do. So. Uh, President Nord, did you have a question or Bella or Zakeo before we talk mm-hmm. about opportunities? 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so you are listening to Zambia Block Talk Radio, and our guest this afternoon is Mr. Olivia Kamanzi, the chair, chairman for, for the African Global Chamber of Cargo, Illinois. So, again, we are happy to have you, sir, on our program, and thank you for uh, explaining uh, what you do and your role there. So I just have a question on on the business setup or business information. So when you when you say you provide help in terms of to upcoming businesses and the startup capital and things mm-hmm. like that. So can you shed more light like who qualifies? Is there like the criteria that or requirements that are needed uh, for one to to reach out to a global Chamber of Commerce. Uh, I'm not sure if I understood it very well. You asked ask me what, what, what information are the about the creation of all, like a criteria no, to create yeah. to set a new no, let, let me ref- Yeah, let me rephrase the question. So what is the criteria for one to uh, get some assistance from you in terms of if one wants to start up a business? Is there a criteria in place or can just anyone reach out to you and talk business? Oh, yeah, I think it's a very, very important question. Thank you so much for asking asking that question. Yes, to start really your business, what criteria we want? As I mentioned before, this is the African Global Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce is a an umbrella of, of businesses, people. If we bring the business to people, we will become an advocacy on your behalf. So to really to be your spokesperson, we need you to become a member of the chamber. Then you can have a voice as an organization. However, we have a situation whereby you want to start your business, you are not yet an organization, but you know you don't have a business, but you want to start a business. Therefore, we don't really put you a member before you start, we can help you. We help you even if you are not our member, we want everyone to empower our community to start your business. We want you to come. When you come to us, you are not a member. We help you. Based on these benefits you get, you or yourself, you evaluate the support we give to you, and then you always welcome to apply and to become our member. So usually there is no, there is no requirement to really to help you. When you really are looking to start your business, you come to us, we help you, we take you from A to Z uh, to how you start your business, what you, what you need to do to really to become a sound uh, uh, entrepreneur. So we help you. We don't have to, there's no such thing, we don't require you to really, we don't even require you to make any payment at all. It's a free consultation. We help you for free, any money from you to help you to start your business. Yeah, and just to add on to that, so last, uh, I think it was in at the beginning of the year, there was uh, a summit uh, at Deloitte and Tosh, uh, uh, Deloitte in, uh, in Chicago, downtown, which was organized by the African Global Chamber of Commerce, and they invited us as the African diaspora, and we went there and we had resources so there was people from uh, the accounting field, from investment field. There was a guy who was uh, from Tennessee who rents out mining equipment in Africa. 
So those are the things that uh, Chairman Kamazi is talking about. You don't have to be, there's no criteria. You don't have to pay. You don't even have to be a member of the uh, chamber for you to access the benefits. So there was information I was given out, and I was surprised, actually, when I went to that Deloitte uh, seminar. Uh, most of the people kept talking about Zambia and uh, the mining opportunities in Zambia. And I know... Uh, President Zakeo, I, I don't know if Victor is on the on the phone, but you want to maybe reach out and because there are a lot of mining opportunities in Zambia. And at that uh, Deloitte uh, uh, seminar, I I found out you know there are people Americans who you can get equipment from and they will they will lease it to you, they will rent it to you, they will do whatever you want, and you can pay them on a monthly basis or you can pay them on an annual basis. So it's things like that. I think that will be beneficial for our people, you know, to access using the African Global Chamber of Commerce. So I just wanted to add that. I don't know, but I don't know if you have a follow-up question or. Yeah, yeah. I just want to follow up with that. Before you, you can ask the um, the, the next question. Uh, yes, just to be specific. Yesterday, I had uh, a woman. Uh, she's an uh, uh, she's an African diaspora. Uh, she's an African immigrant. She uh, usually she has a job, uh, but she has a passion. She's an artist. She does some art at home. And then while we were in the Zoom, uh, she showed me some of her art pieces she's making. And in the same time, she's uh, she's she's now uh, she's home. She doesn't have a job. I told her, during this time, you can really make money through your art, especially right now. And she said, well, how? I said, you need to start your business. I said, how I can start my business? You have art. You're an artist. You have art. You can even sell your, your art on, 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 on online, or you do an e-trade, you have an e-commerce. Can you really build your website and then sell it, you know, and then the website? So right now, i give you an example. There is a, a, a grant targeting for art artists. If you are an artist, you are looking for a grant. There is an open grant. I think the deadline will be next week, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, April 6 or 7. If I'm yeah, not I saw that. Yeah. Yes. So I, I did uh, provide the information about that. You, you can just what you need to do since you, you, you don't have a business, established business, you can just uh, really build a connection with an existing uh, an art uh, organization or business. So you collaborate, through the collaboration, you can apply for this grant. And then get, this grant is about, I think, between 6000 and then 25000 So the people can just go apply. The Jamba will provide this kind of information, access to capital. Even if you are really new, you don't have existing business, so you can learn from those who are in business already, and that they will help you to grow. This is what we call a mentorship program. We have a mentorship program. I told her, if you don't know anyone, come to us. We help you to connect those who are in business already. And this, I take opportunity also to call up those who are driving um, the Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, or cab drivers, who might think that like they might not be qualified to as a business owner. Yes, so. They are really business owners. Anytime you get your 1099 tax form or you are 
sole proprietorship or you have your own business, you are self-employed, you are really qualified to apply for those uh, funding opportunities available right now. So I think we've been talking about that. That's what uh, uh, Brother Blair referred, uh, referred to earlier, those um, uh, um, funding opportunities I sent to you earlier. Thank, thank you, sir, for for that great information. I'm actually one of my 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 daughter. She's 13, and she actually does paintings. So I'm gonna reach out to you and see how we can tap into this fund. So she does. I mean, she's been, she's been painting for some time, and I'll definitely reach out. I'm happy. So we have a question from the Association President of Zambians in. Dallas, Texas. This is Mr. Fred Kazembe. Go ahead, John. Thank you, uh, President Noah. Um, good afternoon, everyone, and uh, Mr. Mr. Oliver. Uh, can, you, can you hear me? You? I am well, too. Thank yes, I can you. hear you. Awesome, awesome. Yes, uh, well, I just wanted to follow up on um, on some of the points I've heard. Uh, first things first is um, I... I personally do not have your um, the, the 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 website. If there's a website where we can register, whether it's an existing company or or individuals who've not registered yet, uh, if you can please provide um, any uh, more information as far as a website where we can look at and and uh, see more resources that we can also share within our communities. Um, and then I, I guess as far as a question. Uh, do you provide also continued uh, support uh, once, you know, uh, if I reach out and you help me get started for a, a business, is there a continuation of, of that that support uh, after that point at any time? Point Are there any fees um, associated dependent on, on what, uh, what the need might be from uh, my side? Would there ever be uh, a, a cost at any point? Uh, thank you so much. First of all, I really appreciate your work you're doing in Davos. Thank you so much. Uh, yes, for the information about the website, you can join us when you can go www.africanc.org, africangcc.org. So when you go to africangcc.org, you can join as a member. You can join as a you can apply for an internship, for your employment, or you can also access all the benefits and services we provide and many more information or events going on and so on and so forth. Also, you can call us if you, uh, you can call us in 312-684-4412. Again, 312-684-4412. Or you can email us info to, uh, continued support. Yes, when you come to us, we are not just one time service. We want to serve you. We want to be, uh, you, uh, let's say, you, you become, when you become a member, you become part of the family. We want you own the chamber. The chamber, nobody owns the chamber, is the members who own the chamber. Once you join the chamber, you become a member. There are memberships uh, benefits. Really, you know, attached to that by becoming a member. Even if you are not really a member, you can always we always follow follow you. We 
make sure you know your success stories. You may make sure you are succeeding in your business. Just to give you a, a typical example, and let's say you come to us, your new business, and when your new business, you want to uh, start doing export of your your product, or you want to import the product from Africa or to Africa. What happens, we, we connect you with the relationships, someone who is looking to buy your product on the continent, similarly one who wants to buy a product in the U.S. Once you, uh, you establish that relationship, just to give you a specific case, uh, last year we organized the African Small Business Expo. We invite people from the continent of Africa. We have young men from Nigeria who is, uh, who is a tailor. He's in a, in, a, in, a, in a textile business. He's in the fashion industry. He brought his uh, clothes, clothes from Nigeria, you know, those stylish from Nigeria. When he was doing his exhibition of uh, his design, one of uh, the uh, vendors here in Chicago approached him and said, you know what, I want to, sell it, to be able to sell your product here in my store. He is located here in the, on, on the Rogers Park area. He's one of our members. And then he said, I want to be the, uh, the, the, the import of your product, import of your product. So right now, they have established a relationship. He is importing the clothes from Nigeria to here in Chicago. So what happened, we are following up, making sure the business here in Chicago has enough capital to be able to import his product. Also, he has enough money to buy. Also, he's making enough money to really to, uh, to, 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 to continue his activities, his relationships. What's happening today? This young gentleman who has his business in Nigeria is making money, as well as this uh, uh, importer here. Uh, I haven't asked him if he can allow me to say the name of the, 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 the business. So um, the next time, maybe I will give you details about his business. So right now, so what's going on right now? We are following up this both sides, what the business is going. Also, this guy is expanding. Uh, he's, uh, the guy from Nigeria is expanding his market on the, on the Chicago market. He's now really prospecting to look on the south side. Because right now he's a client, he's on an off side, and now he's prospecting if he can have the next customer or buyer on the south side or west side of Chicago. And that's really how we really follow up. The follow up could be they may need some to build the capacity in terms of a training. We offer what is called sales and marketing, the brand and, 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 the, and the branding uh, workshops, right? It's a program. Is the SMB Chicago uh, in sales marketing branding? When you're really looking to increase yourself, we help you really to show you how you can increase yourself. If you're looking at what is the marketing need, what is the, my, my market will be, we help you to really to, to bring experts in marketing to help you to really to market your product. You want to need to make sure your product is well known, everybody can know your brand. Also, we have a branding expert to come and coach you. We do this program, is an ongoing program. We organize throughout the year. We invite people who might be interested to come to work with the program. So what we need the capacity, the capacity, also we make sure also we, 
help you to fund your business through our partnership. Remember, our members are financial institutions. You might be in a financial institution within our network for membership. So you will be the one within the network to fund this business. So therefore, is a, a support between our members, the support to one another. It means you, this one is a, is a retail uh, store, so looking to partner someone on the continent. So you, oh, oh, those, those on the continent also are a part of our membership. So within, the, 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 within our network, within the companies or members support one another as well. Before you go out outside of our network, you can always really find someone within our network to help you. Yes, yes. The ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Mr. Olivia Olivia Kamanzi, the African Global Chamber of Commerce chairperson. So I think what we'll do since we are running out of time, uh, I think uh, Mr. Kamanzi has got very very good information that I, we will have to schedule another show so that at least we can go into deeper and slice uh, all these points that is. Uh, mentioning, so I know he was talking a little bit faster to put in as many <laughs> points as possible. So we're gonna, if it's okay with the, the chair chairman, we might reach out to you so that at least we can uh, discuss further. Because I'm getting a lot of text messages from our people, but unfortunately I can't uh, have them ask questions because we are running out of time. We are actually under one minute and thirty seconds. So what we do? Are you okay, Mr. Kamanzi, coming back to our show? Absolutely, absolutely. We are here to share uh, information, the resources to your listeners, your communities, and your community, and then beyond. Yes, absolutely. Oh. Okay. So we appreciate that. So, uh, uh, Pre- President Blair Siadusa. Our colleague there in Illinois, he's going to reach out to you and wake out. Uh, a different day when you could come on our show and discuss better. And in the meantime, yep, ladies will. and gentlemen, yeah. yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this has been our Zanus radio show, and we have certainly gotten some great information from the chairperson. But due to limitation on time, we are ending our show at this point, and we will announce further when we will have him on the show. But we are very very thankful for the information that he presented. So on a different note, ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to encourage everyone uh, in the four corners of the United States, if you are able to listen and tune in, there's going to be a memorial service for our late departed President Susan Mohoney. And this is this evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. So I'll forward some information, but the, the number to call you want to call is 774-220-4000, 774-220-4000, and the PIN is 1519751975. 1519751975. We'll make this information available. But ladies and gentlemen, this has been our show. See you next time. Uh, thank you for joining us, and stay blessed and stay on top of the COVID-19. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you so much, and, uh, Brother Chairman. And thank you, and thank Mr. Kamal. Thank you, President Noah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for having right, me. I appreciate it. Thank, thanks, everyone. Thank you, sir. Bye. Okay. All right, bye-bye. Yeah, be, be safe, too.
Thank you. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen. Let's know.